Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jacob Albrot. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock here. Tommy will be back with us in just a bit. Jad Chambers producing. If you missed anything from our first hour, you can always go back and listen for free on the Odyssey app. Just search KFH. You'll find our show uh, sliced up, podcasted out there. It's a really cool feature. Uh, We know people listen to us that way. If you're listening to us that way right now, we really appreciate it. Of course, appreciate you if you're listening to us the good old-fashioned way right here on KFH. We're streaming at KFHradio.com. Dot com as well, or maybe you're watching our video stream, which you'll find on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch. Glad to be here with you, everybody, here today. Uh, on the day after a big K-State basketball win, now 2-0 and in Big 12 play, which I don't care who you're playing, 2-0 and in Big 12 play, the way we think that league will shake out this year, sounds pretty darn good. So uh, we've got that you can go back and listen to or call in to the KFH hotline to get uh, at 869-1240. Let's talk about the Chiefs-Dolphins a little bit as we make our way through. Uh, sounds like Donovan Smith might play for the Chiefs. Sounds like he will play. So that'll be an added bonus. We learned that from Andy Reid yesterday. There was a lot talked about in the media availability. So with the Chiefs playing on a Saturday, uh, the, all that availability is shifted from what it would normally be. Everything's kind of crammed in together. Uh, so a couple of storylines that we'll bring you here. And we'll do this, we'll get to some sound from Kansas City, we'll get to some sound from Miami. The first one we talked about yesterday quite a bit, uh, and it's the cold weather in this game, which will, when it's Miami, it's a headline. Because Miami, history shows us struggles in cold weather in the postseason. We mentioned this yesterday. They are equipped this year, probably more than others, to be better in that situation because they run the ball well. Now, they've also got just gobs of injuries that they're dealing with, and most of them come on the defensive side. I suspect we'll see both teams really try to run the ball in this game. Uh, So betters, keep that in mind. Let's go to some of the audio here. Kansas City, of course, is very used to playing in this weather. It's going to be essentially sub-zero wind chills. Uh, They do this a lot in the postseason. Patrick Mahomes talked about what it's like playing in that weather 
uh, and, and just, you know, kind of got into a little bit of that. Here's Mahomes yesterday talking about the weather this weekend. Playoffs and zero uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what could be better, man? Playing playoff football January at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, it's going to be cold. Kind of is what it is. I'd rather be playing a football game than chasing my kids around the backyard. So I'll have a little bit of the adrenaline rush, and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, what could be better? Playing playoff football in a dome, I would imagine, would be better. But Mahomes went on to talk about just why it is, and and look, the question, I hate this question too, by the way. As a Texas native, they said, how have you adjusted to playing in the cold? Well, let me tell you, as somebody who's from Texas, it's just as cold in certain parts of Texas. He played his college football in Lubbock where it's cold uh, this time of year. Not that he was playing football, but but look, I, I think the simple point of cold weather is you just you're either used to it or you're not. And I don't mean like, if you if you lived in cold weather when you were twelve, you're not all of a sudden just used to cold weather when you're thirty, right? But he lives in it right now, and I think even more than that, this entire team they play in it. Like if I'm Miami, I would think about practicing all week in the Kansas City area. Like just come up early and get as acclimated as you can get as quickly as you can get there. Mahomes talked about what makes them good in the cold weather. And it's simply like that Andy Reid makes them practice in the cold weather. Like when it's getting that cold, it's not going to catch them off guard. You know how when you're, when we first get to this time of year, and it usually happens like sometime in October, where you're used to it being really hot and it gets down to like, I don't know, 45 degrees one time, and you feel like you're sitting in the middle of Antarctica, right? Well, it's all about acclimating. And right now, I don't know what the weather is in Miami, but it's pretty nice, right? And so when you get off that plane, I don't care what it is. You're not used to it yet. So it's jarring. You know, I don't know how long it takes to get used to it. But if I'm Miami, I'd certainly try, and I wouldn't come up a day before. I think that's why Miami has struggled. When you have to go into cold weather this time of year when you're not in it currently, it makes it harder to operate. And so – that I, that's why I think weather's a factor. Injuries are more of a factor in this game, but weather's a factor. It it just is. Like it it will be advantage Chiefs in that column of checkboxes that they're used to playing in these temperatures that they will have practiced all week in this mess of weather we're dealing with right now. How could it not be an advantage when you're getting off the plane from sunny Florida? versus what we've seen here. Now, they've had storms and some things down there. I don't know how cold it is, but it's not going to be like what we're dealing with here. And so that is a factor. Um, you know, the the defense for the Chiefs is a factor. And the defense for the Chiefs is why I think they could still win a Super Bowl. And a big reason for that defense being that good is big number 95 in the middle. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I would imagine that this is Chris Jones's last season in Kansas City. Chris Jones is still one of the best players in this league. He's highly effective, but the economics of football I don't think are going to allow a long-term relationship between the Chiefs and Chris Jones. And he's not shying away from that. He never has. He was asked yesterday on this potentially being his last game at Arrowhead Stadium. Let's go to that audio from Chris Jones. Chris, uh, you know, that's one fun moment where you able to get your incentive last game. Um, as you enter this playoffs with a little bit of uncertainty, do you do any reflection on your own tenure with the Chiefs, or is it just you know, full steam ahead on you know, we have a goal accomplishment? 
I think it's more so as the goal. Um, you usually reflect after, right? It's like after it's all done, you kind of reflect on what's the next chapter for you, um, for the team. You know, I try not to think about it. Could be my last uh, last game in Arrowhead. Who knows? You know, but most importantly, we got a game to play. I'm trying to make a deep run in this playoffs, and if it is my last time, then we got to make it worthwhile. I mean, that's that's pretty much it, right? Like, I I just I I think that it's it's not a foregone conclusion. You never know, but after the last off season, it's pretty unlikely that Chris Jones is back. And I do think that can be motivating. I think clearly he's still his teammates still love him when you saw him hit his bonus on the sack in the regular season finale. And Chris Jones could be a game wrecker. He could be the kind of game wrecker that leads the Chiefs to a Super Bowl. Pass rushers always are. His pass rush is even more valuable because it comes up the middle. If if the Chiefs are able to utilize a defensive line that gets pressure on the quarterback, they're going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl. We've seen far worse teams make it through based on a great pass rush than the Chiefs are offensively. We've seen worse offenses, I should say. It, it, when you th- like, As we just think about Chris Jones and the best of him, and we think about how good the defense has been at times this year, and you think about Isaiah Pacheco, don't you think the Chiefs have a chance here at this Super Bowl? I, I still do. Now, is it as good a chance? No, probably not. But it's just a different chance, right? It's a different look, and that's what, like, that's what's made this so hard for me over the last two months. To, I, I I've refused to put the fork in the Chiefs forever, and and I took some heat for that for I don't know two three weeks, maybe even longer. But I can't do it because I do see a formula so clearly that could work. It's not the same formula that's worked for them, but neither was last year. Last year was a different formula, too. That offense didn't look anything like the offense that won the first Super Bowl. And they still found a way to get it done. So who's to say they can't do it in a different style this year? Their style, whether they go on the road in Buffalo, whether they go on the road in Baltimore— will still be the style that can win in those type of cold-weather environments in January. I I just, we'll see. They've got to respond here. This is a big spot for them. They have a chance to really dominate this game based on the injuries Miami's dealing with. And I know that's easier said than done. And the line is still tight. Miami's got a big opportunity too, though. And they have not played well lately. They're dealing with a ton of injuries, but they do get to hit reset here. Mike McDaniel yesterday, courtesy of the Dolphins, on his message to his team. A couple of good players have already mentioned. We're in the tournament. We've got a shot. We're where we need to be. Is that sort of what you were just touching on when you said now your message to them, hey, despite the loss yesterday, we still have an opportunity? Well, no, yeah, and it's, and it's more like the here's the thing about uh, the NFL playoffs is um, as much as as much weight as all the things that happen during the season carry, um, there, there's narratives galore that grow out of results. Um, in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. It's a reset. It's a um, there's no uh, winners and losers bracket. You know, you're playing football, and the winner gets to continue to play, and the loser does not. So, um, you know, I think that you have to 
you have to be bold to, um, you know, to set goals that are, uh, you know, that you go into knowing that, um, you know, they, it's not what has been done. You have to be willing to, um, be vulnerable enough to fully commit yourself to something that you aspire to, to aspire to achieve. And, um, that's, that's a goal. That's not the, um, only goal. And the, the bottom line is you, how, how do you, it's, it's so much like life. Um, how do you take whatever, um, hand that you have and, uh, um, it, you know, however it's dealt, um, you, you try to make the most of it. So, you know, we have a, we, the team will be fired up to, um, go, uh, embrace the challenge. And there's many layers to what, what that, why it's a challenge, um, for us in house where, uh, you know, we all believe in each other and we want to go, um, you know, get a, get in a losing taste out of your mouth and that's the only objective so all that other stuff um if if you uh it it it's not to say it's easy but um nothing really worthwhile is so you you have to um transition we don't have any time to waste and we have to put our best foot forward um you know at being one of the 14 teams that um get to continue to play and we'll take pride in that and um, you know, do everything we can uh, so that we can be proud of uh, what we put on the field. So, I, I, look, I, I don't know what the I, – I just don't have much confidence in Miami. I think they're trending the wrong direction. I think a lot of it has to do with injury. But I, I've doubted them pretty publicly all year because they didn't – until they beat Dallas on that final drive, they really – like, you just look at the schedule. They did not beat anybody good. And in some of the games against good teams, they didn't look good at all. They got Buffalo game just to end the year. Josh Allen had three back-breaking, critical turnovers that would almost always lose even great teams a game. And Buffalo still had to come back and got the win. I think Miami is a shell of what it was at its peak this season. I think the Chiefs have a real opportunity uh, to win by like double digits here. Now, again... Like, take that for what it's worth. I know that the Chiefs have not done what they've needed to do all year either. But I don't think we're dealing with the same sort of thing with what Miami's struggling with. Miami's struggling in large part because they haven't had all their best players. And they're signing guys off the street right now to come play defense for them. And it's in areas that will be directly up against what I feel like is the Chiefs' strength— which is to run the ball, to set everything else up, that's where Miami's hurting right now defensively. If the Chiefs execute the way that they'll plan this game, I mean, even Andy Reid, like, and we've seen it, so it's not even, like they've been running the ball with whoever the featured back is pretty close to 20 times a game. That That's kind of your baseline there. The, only, the thing that throws that off, though, is if they make mistakes offensively, if they turn the ball over, if they have penalties, that allows Miami to get any kind of lead. And I don't think you want that, but it just sets itself up with everything for the Chiefs to be really good this weekend. They've had the bye week, and they have an opportunity here to go win big. I love their bet. Um, I think I like the under, just because I think both teams will try to run the ball. 
The Chiefs will have to stop the run. I mean, that's the thing. We talk about pass rushers. If Miami will almost certainly try to establish the run here. I know they have Tyreek Hill. I assume they'll get Waddle back, even if he's hobbled. But make no mistake, I think Miami's going to really want to run the ball in this game. We talked about this yesterday. It's those explosive runs that scare you a little bit if you're the Chiefs. You can't let their track stars break off four-yard runs into 60-yard runs. And I think in that scenario, if the Chiefs can do that, they'll win the game. I don't want to go cliche and say if they win the turnover battle, but, I mean, that, that that's more important than it ever has been for this team this year, and they'll have to get that done. Uh, the Chiefs will as they make their way through it. So let's uh, let's give something away here, and then we'll turn the page off of the Chiefs a little bit in their match. We'll have much more on the Chiefs throughout the week. Real quick, eight six nine twelve forty. Yes, Chad. I was just going to say real quick though, it's not necessarily the Chiefs' defense that 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 concerns me much going into this game. This is an offense that hasn't scored in the last two games. Right. I I, I they they need to. Um, they have to put points on the board to beat Miami. There's just no other. There's no other way around it. I don't care how good your defense is. You got to put some points on the board with your offense and not just with Harrison Butker. Well, I, I don't know, Jed. Like, that's that's sort of the thing, though. And that number has gone down, by the way, to 43 and a half. It opened at, like, 46. Uh, so I, I think, I'm sh- you know, my, my brain is being shared with a lot of betters. But Kansas City, I think, can win with Butker. I think Kansas City can win scoring 20-ish points a game. I, I, I You know, it's almost like Cincinnati was this revelation game where it's like, you know what, let's take the field goal. This isn't a team anymore that needs to be going for it on fourth and three. To like feel when your defense is as good as the Chiefs has been, you can win with field goals. Baltimore, not this year necessarily, but over the years has made a living with that. Pittsburgh has made a living with that. Take your field goals. You know, if you if you've got productive drives that end in points, maybe you do just need one touchdown and four field goals, and all of a sudden you're sitting right around 20 points. I mean, I like the Chiefs' chances when they score like that. Uh, no team, by the way, Buffalo got 20 on the Chiefs, and that was and that was on December 10th. The four games since, nobody's put up more than 20. I, I think that you can sort of use that as a baseline, right? That, 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 I don't know what to make of the Green Bay game, but... Again, like most of these points being scored on the Chiefs are because the offense made a mistake, right? Like that's where most of that's coming yeah, from. Yeah. So if the offense doesn't make a mistake, I do think you can win with field goals. And I think that's why this is a really interesting Chiefs postseason team. It will look so much different. It will probably be ugly, but I do think they can ugly their way to a Super Bowl. Huh. I just wonder what the over is on Butker field goal point totals. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be at least two point five, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, let's let's see because and and I agree with you. That's an interesting bet to make the rest of the way because while the Chiefs historically have not always been uh, inclined to just take their field goals, they are now. And Butker's been as good as there is in the business this year. And so, you, you know, you look at it. We'll see. I don't know if that's available just yet. I don't think it is. Um, yeah, I think we're still, I think we're still looking at it. Uh, no, we've got field goals made here. Okay. So Harrison Butker right now, 
Over one and a half field goals is even money. I think Jad just woke me up to a bet that I'll be making. In All right. fact, I will I will be making that bet because I think he, two field goals from Butker this year with this team at even money. Yeah. That feels like a really good bet. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they because they're more inclined to kick it than they have been. Like if they're fourth and three inside the 40, they're they're kicking a field goal unless it's late in the game and they're down big. They're taking the points now. And and that's you, you have to. You have to. It would be criminal if they don't, based on what we've seen this season. You This isn't a team that needs to be going for it on fourth and three, unless like they, they have been able to do in years past. Oh, as you pointed out earlier, though, unless they get down early. Well, right, yeah, That's yeah. and that goes back to the offense not making mistakes. If the offense makes mistakes, they're screwed. Like, the only way this formula works is if the offense does what it almost hasn't done all year, and that is to to take care of the football, not have the key penalties. That's it. Like, that's the only way this works. And I know that's a long shot. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying it's possible. It's it's probably unlikely, in fact, because it hasn't really happened all year. But it's there. The formula is there. The ability to do it is there. And now it becomes an execution thing. And the offense has to be the first part of that. You have to let your defense, your special team shine. And the, the, the thing that you do that makes that not happen is you turn the ball over. You have key penalties on second and third down, whatever it is. Like, you can't do that. And they've done that all year. So I get it. It's not, again, they have to they have to play their best right now, but I do think their best is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll see. Miami, Miami, Miami is, seems like a really good matchup to open up the postseason for them. It, it, it just does to me. Like, it, honestly, it probably seems like outside of Pittsburgh, the best matchup the Chiefs could have. I'd rather see Miami than Cleveland or Houston right now. Certainly more than Baltimore. Certainly more, more than, than Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the Dolphins outside of Pittsburgh are the team that I would like to see the most if I was Kansas City. Now they got to go get it done, and they have to be able to do it. You'll, of course, hear the game uh, with us on the Odyssey family on the Chiefs radio network. If you missed anything with the executive producer, by the way, of the Chiefs radio network and his thoughts on the game, you can go back to yesterday's show and listen to that for free on the Odyssey app. Okay. Let's give away some HTO here, Jab. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll try to get Tommy back in here uh, in just a little bit, and we'll, we'll move on to some other stories. Uh, but let's do a couple of free Brewhouse coffee drinks. These will be good for the HTO in East Wichita or the HTO in Derby. Back open in the cold weather, perfect time for a hot coffee, or maybe you're an iced coffee fan. Uh, there's a ton to choose from. If you haven't been in, uh, these will get you two free ones. You can bring those in, again, to the East Wichita location or the HTO in Derby. Good luck, everybody. Jad will get us a winner. First caller during the break right now on that KFH hotline, 869-1240. We'll be back with more Sports Daily right after this. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Jacob Albrock with you on this Wednesday. Uh, Tommy will be back in in just a little bit. Boy, did you see college basketball last night? So CBS puts out a top 25 and one. It's not like the official AP, but it moved Kansas back up. Nebraska beat Purdue last night. Uh, uh, Houston lost to Iowa State last night. So those two fall down at the from the top, and, and this is going to be chaotic this year 
So be what's interesting with Kansas tonight. I, I don't know yet in college basketball if we have like the team that's going to make a run through and be like a two or three loss team. I don't think so. And Kansas, I thought, you know, before the year, I thought Kansas maybe had a chance to do that. Still seemed unlikely with the gauntlet of the Big 12. But certainly what we've seen from Kansas thus far this season doesn't tell us that they're going to be that kind of team. Like the Doken Dot team, right? Where it just seemed like, man, this team is so much better than everybody. I don't know that we're going to have that. I do think, though, Kansas absolutely will be right there in the mix at the top of the teams closest to it. They're going to have to figure out what they are offensively. Uh, and and we'll see tonight. I, I just don't see this team all of a sudden becoming a great shooting team. I don't think that's in the DNA of this KU roster. I think there might, you know, there might be games where they shoot the three well, but they're not even really, like Bill Self's not even really having them try, and I think that should tell us everything we need to know about that. Dewan Harris, I, I mean, again, we say it all the time got to be a bigger part of the offense and I think that they'll still be dynamic offensively but they get going uh tonight but it was interesting to see uh, the two teams ahead of them you know maybe in some people's eyes go down last night both of them Houston I had had a buddy text and said you know welcome to the big 12 Houston comes in at number one and is promptly uh beat on the road in Ames welcome to the big 12 and boy that is that that couldn't be that couldn't be more right like that is that's so that is such a welcome to the Big 12 moment, so good uh, good for Iowa State there as Houston falters for the first time this year. Let's look at some of these other NFL playoff games here. So the Bills have now moved to a 10-point uh, favorite over the Steelers. As much as, like, I, I it's, it's really hard. Even with Rudolph at quarterback, I, I'm curious on this one. Like, the Steelers feel like they have no chance. But given the Steelers' 10 points in the playoffs also seems crazy. I, I don't think I'm betting any part of that game. 36 points is the over-under. Maybe that's where I would lean to the over there. Uh, Browns-Texans is a 44.5 point over. I'd lean over there for sure. Um, that's the first game. So that's the Saturday afternoon game. And Houston is getting points at home. Now, Cleveland is dangerous, man. And, I, and I've and i said that for a long time. This is, of all the games this weekend, just like as a matchup, I think this game and the Rams-Lions are the most interesting. You know, be, only because I, the Eagles and Bucks are interesting, but because in an ugly way, right? Like, I, it's just like somebody's going to survive that game. I think Rams-Lions we'll see a really fun, competitive, high-energy game. I think we'll see the same things with Browns-Texans. I, I, They may be my two favorite games of the weekend because I think the Chiefs should handle business against the Dolphins. I also think the Cowboys will handle business versus the Packers. Uh, the Bills will handle things. So those are the three games to me that could get you know bigger margins. Bucks-Eagles, I, I, I have no idea what to expect there except that it's, it's – ugly like I I don't know I really like I got nothing for for Eagles Bucks but boy Browns Texans Rams Lions I think are two very very fascinating fascinating uh games matchups storylines whatever you want to do and Stafford look Stafford going back to Detroit should be fun I you know our guy Malcolm Carter who comes in to Sports Daily occasionally I saw him 
on social media. Like there, there's this debate going on, and this happens among franchises, among Lions fans. Like, what do we do here with Stafford? Do we boo him? Do we treat him like a normal road quarterback? Do we show him the respect he deserves? And like, it's this conflict of like, yeah, he deserves all the respect in the world. There's not a person in Detroit that has any ill will toward Matt Stafford. But he's also the opposing quarterback. I, I mean, I think the answer is you let him have it like you would anybody else. And then after the game, you give him a standing ovation, whatever it is. Uh, but that dynamic is is such an interesting part of that game. I like the Rams. It's not anything against the Lions. I've liked the Rams for a while to have a puncher's chance against anybody that they play. I, I think that, you know, Stafford, they're, they're as healthy really as they've been all year. They've got their weapons there. I, I think I'm on the Rams there. So the Rams are the only dog I think that I would pick. I Again, I don't know what to do with Eagles Bucks. I'm probably on a total stay away from that game. But as much as I think Browns Texans are interesting, I would probably still lean Browns as the favorite. So really the only underdog I'm looking at as a winner this weekend is is the Rams over the Lions. And, you know, the Rams getting that matchup works itself to my Rams have a chance to to make some noise here argument. I don't think that would have been the case against the Cowboys. Certainly against the Eagles or Buccaneers, uh, it would have been the case. But, you know, th- this, will be, this will be a fascinating weekend. Typically, it's the next weekend that's really good in the NFL playoffs, the next two, in fact. But the next weekend, right, the divisional round weekend, I, I, I love it so much. This one... I don't remember what it did last year with the expansion, uh, but I, I think it will be okay. I think it will be pretty entertaining. You get the Chiefs on Saturday night. They'll have a good game ahead of them with Browns and Texans. Um, Browns and Texans, by the, so I'll be on CBS Sports Radio this weekend. I will be there Saturday from 4 to 9. So I'm going to get in a halftime report. Uh, on the Browns-Texans game, and then close to a half game. It may not be halftime yet before I go up, but I'm going to do that for both of the NFL playoff games. So we'll have that. That'll be kind of fun uh, if you're out and about. Uh, Tommy rejoins us now. As we go through it, Tommy, I, I, for me, the only underdog I would take as an outright winner is the Rams. I'm not touching Eagles-Bucks. I have no idea what to expect in that game. But I think I'm still leaning Browns. I, I'll call the Rams... The only of the first five games, the only upset winner outright. I think that with the way the Eagles have played the last month or so, I think the Buccaneers have an opportunity the to. The Bucks upset. haven't played well either. Uh, they played well a couple of weeks ago. Baker Mayfield threw for a ton of yards a couple of weeks ago, uh, and the Eagles have been in free fall. The game is in Tampa. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Buccaneers upset the Eagles with the way that Philadelphia has been playing. I mean, the, the Bucks lost to the Saints a couple of weeks ago, though. I know Baker Mayfield had yards, but he had two picks. And then last week was a was a joke against Carolina. It's, for me, it's Jacksonville. Le- for me, it's less about the way the Buccaneers have played. I, I it's agree. more about the I way agree. the Eagles have played. Totally. Totally. I, and I agree with that. But the Eagles do feel significantly more talented. Now, I don't know. Is A.J. Brown going to play? I don't know that we've gotten that update. I know, he, that, had that's an M- I know of- he had an MRI. I don't know his status for this weekend. Um, it, I guess it wasn't his... Bad as they originally thought. Yeah. It's at least not an ACL, I think was the initial thing that I saw. So if it's at least not an ACL, then okay. If if Brown plays, I just... 
What do you do with the Eagles? Well, and by the way, so strange. Can we talk about how AJ Brown and even Jalen Hurts got hurt in a game that didn't really mean anything for the Eagles? Like, why are they? Why are they playing in the game? Why are they? Why? You know, did you see Nick, the picture Nick of Sirianni's catching heat, man? Did you He's see the catch, picture yeah, of Jalen Hurts? Know it wasn't finger? for anything. Did you see that? They didn't you know see? they weren't playing for anything. Well, I get, no, but I didn't it, turn, see the it turned out to be meaningless. I mean, Hurts' finger was like sticking sideways at one point. Um, and he, he went back in and played, and it looks like he's going to be fine. But, you know, why risk it at that point? Sirianni has gotten a lot of heat the last few weeks. For good reason. The team has kind of fell apart. Um, I mean, should Nick Sirianni be on any kind of hot seat? I, I think there are people wanting to put him on I think, if they, get I think bounced, if they get bounced by the Buccaneers in this wild card round, then I think you got to start having those conversations. Like, has Sirianni lost the team? Has he lost the locker well, room? they – so they lost their offensive coordinator, and that clearly has hurt them. And we wondered, right? As, they as lost they, their that, defensive you know, coordinator, too. They lost both of them. Yeah, that's true. I think it's the offense, though, that's been the real yeah. elephant in the room. And that happens, right? Like, you you, you got to be able to coach through coordinator loss. And we'll see. I don't, think, I don't think he should be on the hot seat yet. It has been a fall from grace. It, 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 you know, in a different way. I mean, I think you you can't not give them a chance because their best game is still good enough. They just haven't played it in forever. When was the last time they played well, right? Like the last time they played well, was it against the Giants? But then outside of that, like it's been since December, like it has been a long time since they've felt what it feels like to be good, I think. And Boy, I, I don't know what – again, I don't know what to do with that game because I don't think the Buccaneers are playing particularly well right now either. I'm on a total stay away from that game. I'll just sit back and, and you know, watch that dumpster fire roll right on through and see what happens. But I don't know. The other ones, though, I think all the other games have a chance to be pretty good, pretty entertaining. Uh, but my favorite is Rams-Lions. I think Browns-Texans is going to be really good too. Uh, and for the, for the Chiefs, I think it's just more that I think they're at a, such an advantage over the Dolphins. I'm not quite as like this game could go down to the wire as I am with those other two. Uh, we'll see. But it should be a good wild card weekend. The next round is going to be fantastic. I will say that. Next next weekend will be incredible. You know, I'm with you. I kind of think that, um, you know, if there's going to be a most likely upset winner, the Rams are probably most likely to do that. Although they have to go to Detroit, and Jared Goff has played great at home this year. The Lions have played pretty well. Yeah inside their home dome and of course the storylines of Matt Stafford coming back to Detroit all of that you know Jared Goff playing his former team like there are all of these great storylines um, you know Mike McCarthy playing the Packers Tyreek Hill going back to Arrowhead they, I mean this all kind of lined out really well for the NFL as far as the matchups in the wild card uh, because there are all these great storylines but yeah I think a most likely upset winner probably the Rams over the Lions um, you know, I think that I think that that's probably the one, although, you know, I'm still going to lean Lions in this. I think most likely probably the Rams, but the Lions probably win. Yeah, it, it, uh, well, the, the Lions have something to prove here, right? I mean, it's, I don't think the Lions need to be scared of the Rams by any means. Like the Lions are moderately healthy. They should be able to do what they want to do and play their brand of football. And I mean, are they good enough? to beat San Francisco. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Or Dallas, probably in the postseason, probably. But I think, I think the Rams are too. I mean, on one hand, I'm glad they're playing in the first round because it gives us this great matchup. On the other, I wish it was like, Eagles at Lions and Rams at Bucks, right? Because I think both of those teams could win. I, so, so it's a little of both. I, I do. I think those are two teams that are easy to root for uh, between the Lions and the Rams. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. By the way, congratulations to Tommy, not Caster. At least I don't think it is for winning some HTO. Um, he's got to pay. We make Tommy pay for his coffee. Um, we'll get back to some more sports daily. Albrecht and Caster, Jad Chambers producing when we return right after this. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrecht, Tommy Caster. Glad to be here with you on this Wednesday. A um, couple more minutes here, Tommy. I think let's... Um, Let's take this from a betting perspective on K-State tonight. Uh, one bet, by the way, Tommy, while you were gone, that I, I feel like we need to let you and everybody else know about again, and Jad brought this up. You can get Harrison Butker in that Chiefs game over one and a half field goals made at even money, Tommy. Just just file that away. Well, that's an odd, that's got to be an money. auto bet. That's an auto bet right away. Auto bet, right? Like, I, that's... Man, I, I feel like we're jinxing this, but I I, I uh, just thanks Jad for asking about that. I mean, how many I don't field know that goals that's... has Harrison Butker had in the last two weeks combined? I don't know, like man. nine, nine or he had six in one game. I don't remember how many he had last week. He's had well, he had two, so he's had eight in the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's uh, I, I, I it's and it's just like it's so. And a lot of it is maybe historic, but the Chiefs are going to change what they do, right? The Chiefs are not going to just go for it every time now on fourth down like they have in a lot of times. 
And so, like, I, I think that we just have to pay attention to the way that they're going to play now. All right, so I'm looking at, uh, and I don't know if we have, I don't know if we have, play, we have some player props here, uh, and I'm looking at FanDuel right now for KU-UCF. So I always, when I look at KU, my first place to go is Kevin McCullough. What's his over on points? 18 and a half. That has almost been an auto bet for me all year long. I, I am always going to go to Kevin McCullough because I think without, you know, being a three-point shooting team, they just need him pretty consistently. And as I pull up his game log, so if it's over 18 and a half, how many games has he been? I mean, so three out of the last four, he's hit that number. And five out of the last seven, he's hit that number. Uh, so McCuller on the road, 18 and a half points. Um, he has hit that, by the way, as I look at road game, he hit it against Indiana, which was their last road game. He hit it against Marquette, Chaminade. Uh, so their last three road games, he's also hit that number. So that's the first place I go, Tommy, when I look at KU. But despite, like, KU's bet outright, like, I'm going to take a minus 7.5, but I'm probably also back in on McCuller over points. I also really like Hunter Dickinson and uh, three-pointers made for Dickinson. He had a couple of them in the TCU game. And, you know, it's not uncommon for Dickinson to step back and shoot a three. And, and right now you can get him um, at minus 125 for over uh, a half of a three-pointer. So he's just he's got to make one three-pointer in the game to cash that bet. So I like that one a lot uh, for him. And then, you know, we talked about Dewan Harris and his lack of scoring. Right now his over-under in point total is eight and a half. I like the under on that. I think that, you know, he just can't do it yet. I think, I mean, he's going to probably score six points, four or six. That's kind of where Dewan Harris has been. Uh, You were talking about Kevin McCuller and every single game this season that the Jayhawks have played, their leading score has been either Hunter Dickinson or Kevin McCuller. So if you want to take a bet as far as points, you can kind of lean on one of those two guys. Yeah. I mean, so right now for me, it's probably what I'm looking at is getting uh, plus 208 on KU to cover 7.5 and, and McCuller over points. That's probably my bet for KU tonight. Um, and, and that's just kind of where I'll live with it. And then, yeah, thanks, Jad, because I got to go get in on Butker now because that thing is not going to stay at even money. It will not stay at even money by the time that game kicks off. I, I don't think there's any chance at that. Uh, but anything else with KU, I usually like uh, maybe the combo, right, for Hunter Dickinson, the points, rebounds, assists for Hunter Dickinson. So that will – it's not out yet, and neither are any of K.J. Adams' props. You mentioned him earlier, which could be interesting. Uh, but I do like it as a spot for KU to look really good tonight. I would be really, really hesitant to bet the line, to bet the over-under line on this because UCF didn't score the basketball well at all against Kansas State inside Bramlage a week ago. And so I think that number is, what, at 144, somewhere around there, the over-under. Yeah. I'm really yep. hesitant on that. Um, not that I, I, I don't, you know, think that Kansas is going to score. I just think UCF, they don't have a ton of, you know, offensive weapons. So I, I just don't, I don't have a lot of confidence in that. And if I were to bet that over-under, I'd definitely lean under. I don't, I almost never like uh, over-unders in college basketball. I think they are insanely difficult to bet. And and you just like unless it's the under, but I, I, who likes betting unders? Like nobody like. But that's the bet tonight. I agree. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, but, I'm but staying away from it. I'm not going to bet that. But yeah, if you I do, look at the under for sure. I can't in good faith root for less offense. I just like I don't enjoy that as much. It's sort of like Michigan and Washington. 
I'm not betting on Michigan, and I know that's a dumb way to bet, but I don't bet enough for it to matter. You know, like I just I bet small amounts, so like I, I I'm not I'm not betting Michigan, but yeah, my bets tonight: McCuller over points, KU to cover, and I'm going to take a look at both Dickinson and KJ Adams combos when they come out of like points, rebounds, assists, and if you know if they're hovering for Dickinson, it's usually around thirty. Uh, I'm going to guess for Adams, it'll be around like twenty two. I, I might get interested in either of those, but I'll hey, probably just at, end up playing it safe. With take a look at Dickinson shooting the three. I mean, that, that I know it's even money good. at one. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I, it, it, I agree. And, and they'll get they'll, what's one of the sites will offer some same game parlay crazy bonuses. And then I'll go attack all of them. Right. Then you then you kind of go get after all of them and bet a couple bucks and try and hit a little scratch off lottery ticket. Uh, but that game tips uh, six o'clock tonight. So we will, well, we'll we'll find out here pretty quick with Kansas. I again, go win this game big, please, Kansas. You've got an opportunity. Houston and Purdue lost yesterday. Go flex a little bit. Go flex and get a big win. And by the way, can I mention Houston really quick? I mean, is there a more overrated team in America than Houston? I mean, the, like, take a look at their schedule. You talked about how weak UCF yeah. is scheduled. I'd have to go look. Houston's non-con look. has been. So pillowy soft. They get their first Big 12 challenge against Iowa State, and they can't get it done. They were down yeah, huge I'll go at the look. beginning of the game. I'll look at their schedule. I thought they had a couple big wins. I could be totally wrong about that. Uh, but, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go check that out. Kansas, look, it's big, big opportunity for Kansas tonight. They're not on national TV, but people are paying attention with Purdue and Houston going down. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this Wednesday Sports Daily right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.